everybody. Welcome back to Living Invisibly. My name is Jamie. And I'm Ash. And we have a special guest here today. Very special. Of royalty. My mother, Mama Bear. Shelly. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hello. Well, we were going to do a chronic check-in for Shelly. We'll give Shelly her time to shine and do a chronic check-in about what's going on in Shelly's life anything it doesn't have to be about a chronic illness as we know that my yeah mom does not have one but <laughs> um what's going on in Shelly's life we're gonna start building our new house soon Yay! probably within the next week or two so wow. I'm excited about that that is really exciting yeah my future home <laughs> it'll be nice to have our own space rather than living in somebody else's furniture and dishes and all that but yeah it'll be nice there other than building a house, uh, you have three dogs. How are your puppies? Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, misleading. they're not. I have, I have three. Yeah, and they're pretty good. Um, but they're locked out of the room I'm in right now because they do like to talk a lot. Yeah, they, they were pretty are chatty. Talkative. They're, they're ch- about as chatty as me and Ashley when we're together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait till I can't wait to get into the last question of all of this. But yeah, yeah true. <laughs> okay. okay, question number one, mom, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Can you share from your perspective the journey to diagnosis with me from the eyes of a parent? Um, yeah. Brutal. I bet brutal like I don't know how many different doctors we went to um, and they would all say different things and Jamie was often sleeping on the floor in my bedroom because her tummy hurt Um, yeah and we just it was brutal Um, we ended up going to a children's hospital and that's where we got answers and so that's exactly what I would recommend. Going straight to a children's hospital? Yep. How long from when her tummy started hurting? <laughs> did you guys, did you get that those answers? Years. Months. Or I guess oh. years. I, I always had stomach issues. I didn't know mm. it was years. Yeah, like, I always had stomach issues. Um, but, and then we'd like get them checked out every so often. And not much happened out of that um and then I got really sick and that's when we had to start fucking getting things done finding answers but the fact that I also wasn't being 100% truthful probably wasn't helpful either (laughs) um that may have had a little bit to do with it what do you mean not being 100% truthful um I would lie about there being blood in my poop so I would say Mm. there's no I'm not pooping blood um because I was extremely aware that that wasn't good <laughs> and that that would probably land me in a hospital. So <laughs> so wait, when you say you went to a children's hospital, do you need a referral or did you just take her? Like you just showed up at one? Um, well, we did get a referral from the hospital in Kitchener. Mm. Um, but you can just walk into an ER yeah. with a sick child and say, I need some answers. Yeah. Was it McMaster? Which, yeah, look, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's definitely what we should have done for first, yeah. probably. But how do you know? Like, you know what I mean? How do you, you know? You don't. Like, this is all a learning journey, right? So even right now, 
there's still things that happen that, that we're learning about. But I do, my biggest lesson was you need to advocate and push, 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 push. And I can't even imagine doing it in today's healthcare system because there's so much wait time. Um, mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing it today, but you would have to. You, you just have to push and ask for answers. Period. <laughs> you, you get those answers. If your kid is sick, you get those answers. You get those answers. <laughs> That's right. Honestly, we were talking about this. Was it like their first or second episode where we said, I think without like you or like my mom, I don't know how we would have gotten through that because. No. Well, because we weren't. I, I mean, I wasn't. I was always decent at advocating for myself, but there was times where I was just so sick. Like, there's no way like. Like I, you yeah. need that other person to be like, nah, we need tests. We need this. We need. Well, that. and you're a literal child. It's like, you can't drive yourself there. You can't yeah. like the, people don't take kids seriously. Even now doctors don't take me seriously, but like as a kid. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. All right, so question number two from Ashley. Yeah. What would you say was the hardest part or still is the hardest part, I guess, being a parent to a chronically ill child? Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is that I know that I'm not going to be here to help her for the rest of her life. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I I will not, I will not be outliving you. Okay. (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) Um, but I think that it's so important to teach your kids to advocate for themselves. And I think that, like Jamie said, she, she already was, she was good at it. Um, but I think she's even better now. Well, I don't mess around. No, I always tell people, <laughs> unless there's an IV involved, okay. then you wait a little bit. <laughs> I don't mess around until I lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that you were able to get IVs, because you told me the only thing that could get you to get them was your mom. So I know it took a while, but at least you got them. That's a big step. Yeah. Um, I still remember the very first IV that I that I had to get. Um, my mom was scared, too. She, as, soon as, as soon as they said that they, I had to get an IV, I could see the fear in her eyes. <laughs> yep. Even today. <laughs> Even though you still, even though you have gotten IVs without me present, um, a couple, yeah. Uh, most recently, the look on your face when you saw the the cart with all the <laughs> all the needles and the tubes for bloodletting, yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> no. Just life montage flashing <laughs> yeah. before your eyes. Just, <laughs> just every bargaining chip that I have in here, like I'm pulling that out. <laughs> <laughs> yep i believe it yeah and um, the, all the all the compliments that you give the, the nurses <laughs> i really tried to but i really tried to butter them up you know what did you say i, really like I would your tell scrubs. them that their hair is nice yeah i like scrubs. your scrubs don't give me that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it worked Love when that. you're a kid in a children's hospital it's i, I think it I, got, I got out of drinking that barium stuff one time because I was, I was sweet talking the the one nurse, and they're like, I bargained somehow with them, and then the test didn't work, which like shocking. But <laughs> they, you try. I had a barium test one time, and I drank like because you've got to drink like twelve million cups of that stuff. 
So yeah. I think I had like four cups of that stuff that I had to drink, and they're like decent sized cups, and they're like, oh, you can't eat for like a day before this. So not only are you so hungry to the point where you're nauseous, you're going to put this gross liquid chalk down your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got like three cups out, and then they're like, do you want some of the fruit crystals in it? Yeah. And you're like, hello? Where yeah. was that? <laughs> yeah. That's what you why should lead we, with. <laughs> why aren't yeah. we putting just Kool-Aid in this to begin with? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they wanted to shoot air up my butt. Um, during oh, that I test. had that. And I said, absolutely not. I said absolutely. Oh, not. see, yeah, my mom made me. <laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> I said I said absolutely the- not, and uh, they didn't. And then they, again, yeah, they didn't really see as many things on the test as they wanted to. I remember that. Did Did you have the one where they give you, they make you drink this stuff, and it's supposed to make you burp, and they tell you you can't burp? No, but I've heard of that stuff. They did that for me, and I, I kept burping, and, and then they got mad, and I was crying because I was like, I can't. You give me this stuff, and it makes me burp. It was very traumatic. It's like making someone drink a bottle of wine and being like, you cannot get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lost cause. Okay, so question number number three. Um, do you have a standout moment, good or bad, when Jamie was still getting her IBD under control? Um, (laughs) standout moment would be the poop explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, you gotta fill us in. I knew that was gonna come up. Yeah, fill us in. So Jamie was quarantined in a semi-private room, so that just meant that she Mm -hmm. couldn't go beyond the curtain that was between the beds. And the bathroom was on her neighbor's side. And then mm. she so they got, got me that commode, right? Yeah. And they put those plastic hats in them. Oh, yeah. But, they don't do that anymore. Okay, but the, the plastic hats aren't really made for those commodes. Like, you know how they're like that half moon shape? Yeah. They put like one and then the other one so that it made... Because so, they wanted to collect my pee and poop. So they had to like keep it yeah. separate, but they, I still wasn't allowed to yeah. leave the room. Okay. And then you got Norwalk virus. Yeah. Right? Is that, isn't that yeah. when you got, okay, so that's why you were quarantined. No, that's why I was quarantined. And then I was in there okay. and then they made me do that barium test. And I don't know what happened, but I like, I had to go to the bathroom and I had to go in those hats and I get like, I drank so much barium. I just like filled that hat like immediately. And then the, the, the wings of that hat are not very strong. No. So it just goes whoosh and just. Drops, drops and explodes. Oh, wait. So you weren't, there was no toilet. Like, you had to just go on. It was those commodes, oh, those, yeah. like, toilets, yeah. those, like, wheels with, wheelchairs with a fucking Why would they give it? a patient with IBD no <laughs> legitimate toilet? That's the dumbest thing I've ever I heard. Know. They should have had her on the other side of the room, I guess. But then. Wait, could you be in there with her? Um, yeah, yeah, but she had to be, like, all gowned up, like. Full, full yeah. gown, just, like. <laughs> and so as soon as I would leave the room, I'd have to un- get all that stuff off. Um, and Jamie had a lot of food there um, that was made for her and brought because she didn't like the food at the hospital. Um, so every time I would have to go out to get her food, 
I'd have to go through the whole process and then come back in. But when the, when the hat fell out of the commode, that was hilarious because she kept telling the nurse, this isn't, this isn't going to work. So when the the hat fell out of the commode, there was poop everywhere, like everywhere. And it was bright pink because it was the barium, the white barium with blood in it. Yeah. So it was bright pink. (laughs) So wait, did your roommate have IBD or were they in something completely different? Oh, they had no idea what was coming. But she was like 16. Like, she wasn't like a baby that had no idea what was yeah. going on. She knew <laughs> that that was shit just... <laughs> Did it stink? Did it stink? Oh, yeah. Probably. Pro- yeah. Probably. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. If, it, if you have that much barium, I'm like, does it just neutralize no. it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they hoped. They wished. In that moment, they did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they give you now, though? They give you... I'm not kidding, because I have to do a sample when I go to McMaster next week. They give you a little flimsy sheet now. That's it. And and by, To collect when, your poop. Yeah, and then when you're trying to poop on it, when you're trying to poop on it, sometimes, you know, when you, <laughs> when you push too much and then you pee a little bit, pee touches that paper, it just disintegrates. <laughs> it is so stressful. I'm like, bring, I, like I'm sorry, but if we're going to kill the environment with something, do, do it with this. <laughs> Do it with the, the plastic things. Yeah, the plastic hats. That at least yeah. worked better. Like, God, it makes me angry. I couldn't I couldn't even collect a poop sample on that. My poop is liquid. It would just like... Yeah. Just oh, yours would <laughs> absolutely disintegrate it. I know, because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, Ashley, doesn't it just disintegrate? But Ashley has different poops than Jamie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, you, you just pee poop and i just don't really poop at all <laughs> so. yeah i like that it's a, a a real like spectrum that's why like you know uh, it's a real spectrum yeah like when someone says they have ibd you don't know what's going on you don't know if they're if they can't poop you don't know if they can't stop pooping yeah like you <laughs> and the best part is like i've been on both extremes it's just it yeah you get it changes and it that's the magic <laughs> I, at least I know, like, I know that I'll never be, like, I will, I know yeah. what's going on for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Yeah, you're um, more status quo now. Yes. Um, okay, Ashley, uh, question number four. Thank you, question master Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to other parents that are currently going through this? And this could be just, like, parenting a child with chronic illness um check the toilet when they go poop (laughs) (laughs) never trust your child never trust what she says (laughs) because she's terrified of going to the hospital Uh, um no I would just go back to the advocating like you really need to push you really need to ask a million questions and by all means if you have a children's hospital close by just go there yeah we were lucky that we had that yeah, don't close. be worried i guess about annoying yeah like people no. or like just yeah call them as many times as you yeah. want <laughs> yeah it's funny i i was reading back on my notes from my last family doctor from when i got diagnosed and so many notes were like patient's mother called again and i'm like good <laughs> good because <laughs> they, they just, it, it was crazy that they'd say right flat out like, oh, show signs of this, but we're going to wait. 
So I'm glad that my mom was like really pushy about it. It makes me like, it, uh, did it feel uncomfortable though ever? Like, did it feel uncomfortable like having to push yep. so much? Yep. Yeah. Because you, th- before you go through something like this, doctors are kind of on a pedestal because yeah. we need them. Um, but after you go through something like this, it's, you definitely realize that they're just human too and they can make mistakes or or not notice something so you as a parent have to keep track of everything like how many times there's blood in your poop um (laughs) jamie (laughs) how many times moses is parting the red sea in my ass yeah (laughs) true yeah that's how me and Ashley, if I, if I, if one of us is poop and blood, we'll be like, Moses is parting the red sea today. <laughs> it's just a nice biblical way to describe it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm snacking on something. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I love, my favorite is the feedback from the podcast so far where they're like, yeah, I liked it, but I had to turn it off partway through because you just talked about pooping so much. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what this podcast that's our is. Life. Yeah. That's our life. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, this is a good question. How did you practice self-care to ensure you were still taking care of your health during everything? Um, I would say I'm more <laughs> aware of self-care now than I was then. Um, when you're going through it, you just... Like, you're just facing things every single day, and there's no time to think about that, even though I should have. I guess I could say um, every three... I could sleep in that fold-out chair for three nights, and then it was just brutal. Um, So if there was someone who could come and stay with Jamie... I would... Uncle John? Yep. (laughs) Shout out to Uncle John! (laughs) Um, if there's someone that could stay, I would go home for one night, get a good sleep, make some more food and then come back the next day. And was it hard to like, even though you knew you needed the rest, was it really hard to leave though? Oh yeah. Um, actually when uncle John was there, uh, Jamie's heart rate went really high and he very calm. This is after my like body had went into shock. And everything, and we had that big scare where I almost got sent to the ICU and yeah, stuff. That was brutal. So, Uncle John was there. Um, I'm only like 45 minutes away, but um, he called and he's like, Okay, so I don't want you to panic, but Jamie's heart rate is, is really high again. Um, and I just said, Okay. I drove like a maniac to Hamilton (laughs) and I saw my brother walking down the hall and I scooted up behind him and he's like, oh my God, what are you doing here already? (laughs) He's like, I feel like I just got off the phone with you. So yeah, just, just leaving there was so much anxiety and worry about what would, what might happen while I'm not there. Yeah. Did, oh, I just thought of a question off of that. Um, did you find when Jamie kind of got things more under control, did you have to work through that anxiety, like ongoing of her becoming more independent and not necessarily needing that level of care anymore? 
Um, yeah. I knew she was really good at, at caring for herself, though. Um, so that wasn't, that wasn't as anxiety-inducing as leaving the hospital. Whether they're, like, because there yeah. was someone there, that was great, but not ideal still. Yeah. And you also, at the, t- like, this all kind of happened at the same time where, like, you and dad broke up and, like, you were, we were living just together on our own and, like, there mm-hmm. wasn't any other parent in the house to help or any other adult. It was literally just me and you. <laughs> the other thing that I made sure I did every day, though, too, was shower. There was a parent's shower available and, of course, there was lots of parents there and there was always a lineup, but... It was just like, no, I'm folding up my bed, I'm making it back into a chair, and I'm gonna go and have a shower and yeah, that's feel true. Every a little day bit she better. Did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably I mean, it probably I, doesn't feel great staying there. Pardon me. Like it just probably doesn't feel great. Like you feel kind of like, oh, I need a shower. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You get gross real quick in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then you start thinking about everything that's going on around you like someone's poop exploding all over the floor (laughs) (laughs) yeah collateral (laughs) you having to change my adult diapers multiple times yes and one day you can do the same (laughs) (laughs) it'll come back around yeah Yeah. it'll be full circle maybe Okay, um, this is Jamie's most anticipated question. What's and hopefully funny, it's different. What? Are you stealing my question? Sorry, my <laughs> I just got really excited I'm just kidding. about it. You can read it. No, you can read it. You were really excited of when you came up with it. Uh, what was the, what's the funniest? Like, I know it was, like, difficult and we had lots of hard times, but, like, we also laughed a lot in the, <laughs> in the hospital. We had to. <laughs> yeah, you um, have to. But, like, what was your standout funniest moment? Um, when I came in one day and you were dancing to a video on the TV, like you had your eye was fireflies, bro. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That song goes hard though. It it does. I still have that song on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like this skinny little nothing with her IV pole and her big hospital gown on and your moon face (laughs) and her moon (laughs) face and she was just standing there dancing and singing and I was like oh I love this I love walking into this (laughs) yeah we had some good moment uh well like the time that we watched well it was New Year's Eve we spent a New Year's Eve in the hospital um I don't even remember what year like 2009 or 10 maybe um and yeah, Michael Bublé came on, and he sang uh, his song "Home." Oh, yeah. About how he wanted to go home, and I was just in my bed, just crying at the TV, just like I want to go home. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Michael Bublé like uh, showed up at the hospital, um, and I was like, amazing. "That's sick." <laughs> that would have been amazing, but yeah, the the Toronto or not the Toronto, the Hamilton football team did though. Uh, well, the football team didn't. They just brought the Grey Cup, but it wasn't even the Grey Cup. It was just a replica Grey Cup. <laughs> what? Yeah, so you so you got the luxury of sick kids, okay? You got, yeah, like, the sick kids was, yeah. You got, like, private funding and people. It, sick kids isn't a government-funded hospital, 
So they get all these like private funding and all these events for fundraisers and celebrities and, and people of, of note are more likely to go there. Um, McMaster didn't get none of that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that McMaster, like, I didn't know that there was a difference. I thought they would just, every children's hospital got like funding no. and stuff. No, so, uh, McMaster Children's Hospital was, is a government run hospital. So they don't get nearly... Mm. They don't get funding. the budget. Yeah. They get their replicas. <laughs> they get their replicas. 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 They get their Okay, on the flip side, what was the most difficult hospital moment that you can recall? Oh, when Jamie's heart rate went through the roof, um, one of her aunts had called her and I was talking on the phone with her aunt and all of a sudden her monitors started going off and I looked and her heart rate was like 140 something and well, it was like no, it was like it went like that's like mine on a normal day. I'm <laughs> yeah, not no, gonna I, lie. I was gonna say like then I'm not okay right now oh. because it's. Like... <laughs> well, I just remember I it just went like hung over two hundred. I hung yeah. up the phone, and your dad and Jillian were there at the time too. And I ran down the hall to the nurses' station, and the nurses are all chatting, and I'm just trying to be polite. I'm like, excuse me, my daughter's monitor's going up, and her heart rate's really high. And they just kind of kept chatting. And then I kind of yelled at them. And I said, excuse me, my daughter's heart rate is through the roof. And her monitor's going off. And they just, they freaking just split. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> they were gone. They get the crash card. Yeah, and... like my memory of that is, because um, my mom always had my heart monitor turned away from me. Because I would always like be obsessively like looking at it. And anytime you'd like, it's like take using a, an Apple Watch. Yeah, and anytime you'd like take a drink, it would your heart rate would change, and it would beep, and it would like just give me anxiety. So my mom always had it turned yeah. away from me. So I was used to hearing it beep, but I just remember it started it started beeping, and I couldn't see it, but I could see like my stepmom Jillian was looking at it, and she looked concerned, and then. My mom was like on the phone and, and, and then I remember starting to get really, really cold. Like I have never mm. been so cold in my life. Like just like my whole bed was just vibrating. I was freezing. Yeah. And yeah. And so, and then my mom's on the phone, she pokes her head around the curtain and then immediately just hangs up the phone and is gone. And I was like, <laughs> okay, something's going on because my mom just, I'm just hearing my mom like run down the hall and yeah, I just started, my chest started hurting and my, my, uh, yeah, I started getting so cold. And then I just remember like a bevy of nurses running into my room and I had, I had one IV in, um, and I ended up with five by the end of that. Bro, what? Because they had to give her so much fluid. I was going to say, was it just like, was it dehydration? Is that what it so was? So that was definitely part of it. But so I've kind of looked into yeah. it after, um, like in the years since and basically mm -hmm. what i think happened is that they didn't know what was going on so all they were doing was giving me fluids and oxygen 
because that's apparently kind of mm. like what you do um, if you don't know what's going on with someone. Um, and so turns out from what I think was going on, um, from what I've looked up and read and talked to mm. medical professionals about was that my, my organs were starting to shut down because mm. I had caught, I had caught Norwalk virus and I had been super sick like the day before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think my organs were starting to shut down because especially because I was getting so cold, apparently that's like part of it. Is where you get so freezing mm-hmm. cold once your organs are just not having it anymore. So <laughs> was this before your uh, you got your colon yeah. removed? That oh, was okay. kind of one of the last things I think where they're like, "Okay, we need to get get get, get out, this of there. out of there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then I, then I almost got sent to the ICU. They wanted to put me in the ICU, but then I didn't end up cause they like, as soon as they got tons of fluids and oxygen in me, like I just kind of evened out, I guess. But, um, thankfully I didn't have to go to the ICU. And then I broke and then I fell apart. Fell apart. Yeah. Well, you were yelling left, at my dad. I left the room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, he was. I can't picture you yelling. I cannot picture it. She was, she was yelling at my dad. Um, because he was fainting. <laughs> Yeah, he was. And he Every would, dad and he ever. Sit down. So Every like, dad ever. Literally. <laughs> so, like, I was on the bed, yeah. obviously, and all these nurses were around me. My dad's, like, standing up and almost fucking yeah. passing yeah. out. <laughs> and the nurses kept telling him to sit down, sit down, sit down. Because they don't, they don't need another patient in this situation. He was probably blacking out because he was just, like, seeing it. Being well, like... I'm sure he was, like, scared <laughs> and whatever, like... Yeah. can't imagine being a parent uh, in that situation, but because mm-hmm. I remember my mom was holding my feet at the bottom because that was like the only place there yeah. wasn't like nurses around me. Mm-hmm. And I had yeah. like a bunch of hot heated blankets on me. And yeah. And then I just remember yeah. my mom going, Jeff, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> sit. Like you talk to a dog. Yeah. Oh, sit. Yeah. sit down. Well, I didn't. Stay. The last thing we needed was for him to need medical help. I needed all the medical help yeah. to be working on Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like it became an episode of Grey's Anatomy real quick. <laughs> and Just... my and my my stepmom, who like none of the, my mom, my stepmom, and my dad, none of these people got along yeah. or liked each other. Yeah. So I. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. I thought Jillian was going to get mad or something for you yelling at dad, but she didn't say a word. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a smart I don't move. think you're, I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't think arguing with a, a, a mom who's got a sick kid at that second is the right move. So. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I give her credit for not for saying real. anything then. <laughs> yeah. And dad did sit down. He listened. I know he did. <laughs> I know he did. And then I literally, as soon as everything was, kind of settled down I just walked out of the room and I went and called my mom and I just started crying and I'm like mom Jamie almost died right in front of me (laughs) oh my god it was horrible yeah Yeah, that'd be hard but I didn't know I didn't I don't even remember what happened like after I got calmed I think I just like fell asleep or something yeah I don't really remember much else after that (laughs) Yeah, your yeah. adrenaline and your body would have would have been just totally exhausted. Yeah, no, I was I was done. I was sleepy times after that. <laughs> yeah. 
and now here we are. So here we are. We're we're hoping to never get to that point again. Although I don't have a colon, yeah. so it's working out. Like so, that's that was the step that we needed. Yeah. <laughs> Skip all the steps in between. Go straight to getting that thing out of there. <laughs> I actually was at the um. I was just working the Saskatoon tattoo convention this past weekend with work, and uh, the booth next to us there was this girl who was getting tattooed. And I overheard her say something, um, and I should have known just by the way she looked, but she has, cr- uh, she had ulcerative colitis. And nice. I told her, cause I mean, I should have known just by the way, she- after she said that, I was did like, did you plug the podcast? I did. I did plug the podcast. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was talking to her and, uh, she was talking about how it's been so hard getting tests and you know, getting things done and she doesn't even have a specialist. Oh, and I said, cause I, I said something, I'm like, do you see your specialist? And she's like, I don't have a specialist. And I'm like, you need to get one. Like number one, go get one, go get a specialist. Hang on. I'm I'll like, call my mom. She'll get one. For yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> on, my mom's on it. My mom is on this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So she, uh, she doesn't have a specialist and I told her, I was like, you know, I don't know what point you're at. Uh, but if you get to a point where they say you need surgery and you need to have your colon removed or part of it or whatever, I'm like, do it. I'm like, it has genuinely changed my life. I'm like, it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. Not that I really had a choice at that point, but um yeah. it was the best best thing I've ever done I it gave me my life back for sure mm-hmm. do you remember Dr. coming in with um a picture of your colon I do I do remember that yes because was we, it gnarly we oh yes <laughs> we asked him to take a picture of it or I don't know if I asked him or I don't know but um he's legally not supposed to do that um and he had this like you're the patient i know and he had this like horrible like nokia brick phone and it was like yeah and he showed us a picture and it looked like a dog had gotten at it like it genuinely looked like it was just ripped apart like it was crazy oh my god yeah i thought you were gonna say it looked like a dog and i was like (laughs) (laughs) that could go so many ways it looked like a dog had chewed it up for real (laughs) Oh boy. Um, okay, mom, last question. What's your favorite Jamie and Ashley story? Um, the reunited Jamie and Ashley. (laughs) And seeing you guys when we were all in Calgary together in the fall, um, seeing you guys just have fallen right back into step as though you had never spent any time apart. Um, that is definitely <laughs> my favorite story about you and Ash. Well, there was mom was the one who reunited us. Yeah, in, that's indirectly. True. So Wait. that's true. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know I had a little bit to do with it, and I knew that when I ran into Ashley at the Gutsy Walk, that she wasn't a hundred percent comfortable talking to me, but. I knew I could just go talk to her. I was fucking... I, okay, first of all, didn't know you were there. You, I heard... I said this on the first one. I heard someone say my name and I was like, I know negative three people who like have IBD. Like the one person who I know doesn't... could possibly be calling my name? Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, so I was like, how much do I... 
chat this up like is she sitting here like this bitch you know like looking at me like <laughs> so i didn't know I and then i'm like think that i was just like how's jamie like <laughs> yeah hope she's good so, yeah so she asked a couple questions about how jamie was doing and where you know the driving when you were doing long haul driving at that point and then so i just kind of kept those comments and questions to myself and then maybe about a week or two later I said to Jamie so I ran into Ashley at the gutsy walk (laughs) and you know she just asked a couple questions about how you're doing and I said oh you know she's been diagnosed with ADHD too and so that's that's plays a big part part in who she is (laughs) yeah true um, and then it was not long after that, Jamie said, Mom, me and Ashley talk for hours as I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. But yeah. there, was, there was something from that trip when I was visiting, and I don't remember what it was I said, but I just remember, Shelly, you were roasting me for like, you just kept saying the thing that I said. And I was like, I was going to ask you when we came on here because I can't remember it. And it was the it was the CCMA night, so we were all a little bit fuzzy. But <laughs> but I was like, there was something that happened when we were. It was after when we were going to get ice cream, and I just remember I said something, and the rest of the trip, you just kept saying it, and I was like, I don't Yo, even your mom's roasting was. me. I don't Damn. remember either. I just couldn't. <laughs> that was a oh. fun trip. That I didn't fun. I didn't get to really visit with you guys much, but. <laughs> Well, it's well, hard to visit with me and Ashley when we're together. It is. <laughs> it is. And I'm sure people know that from this podcast. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> There's times where I have to mute one of us because we're both talking at the same time. <laughs> oh, do you we remember? Just, we just feed off of each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember, though, the time that you came and you were messing? Well, I don't know if you were purposely messing with me, but at the old house and Jamie I don't Jamie you were just cleaning your bong I think to be honest I don't know what where you were but we but the weird part is I feel like you wouldn't be outwardly doing that because you we knew that you knew Shelly but we were like we gotta be discreet and I was sitting there just so yeah and I was just so so blasted and I just remember you came in your and it was like you you go to, you went to bed pretty early. No, because normally. she goes to bed, but then she gets up yeah. because she's got restless legs. Yeah, <laughs> and I was sitting there, and I thought it was Jamie coming in, and then you came in, and I was like, "Oh no!" And you <laughs> kept asking me questions, and I'm like, "Gotta keep it together." <laughs> and where's Jamie? She needs to come save me from this. And I was like, "What is she doing?" And then you were like, mm, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Man, <laughs> my eyes are just like barely open." <laughs> And you're and after um, I come back in, you're like, was your mom just like messing with me? Did she just? Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I think she just came down to talk to you. I was so oh. stressed. And you guys thought you were getting away with it. We oh, always no. like we would like, yeah, you, know, you would slowly open the door and it like it like beep and we'd be like we gotta like creep on this. <laughs> oh yeah, the beeping. Oh my god, that annoyed me so much. And you and your spit cup. <laughs> So what? I knew I knew that like my mom knew that I smoked yeah. weed, but I didn't want to like wake her up. 
or like yeah, and you didn't want to be disrespectful about it yeah like i'm just like i'm trying to be quiet here you know so i go to the garage and i i would always open the garage door a little bit was which yeah, was the loudest yeah. thing ever i would like open it like this yeah. much and then i would like <laughs> blow the smoke out under the door <laughs> wait the other the other story that makes me laugh with with you shelly is when we were camping and then <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and I kept I know going exactly to- <laughs> where you're going. <laughs> we kept going to our car and smoking, but like we weren't like driving. We were just went in there because we're like we don't want to do it around like everybody else. And then I just remember we were like, oh, we had just like your car reeked because it was so hot, and you kept all the windows up so no one would smell it. And then we're like, let's just go to the bathroom. And then you were like, can I come along? And we were like, yeah. And we're all I, I just remember sitting there in just dead silence. I'm like. It just reeks in here. <laughs> and all I can think is, like, I wonder what she's thinking right now. Well, that's all the questions we had. Mom, do you have any yeah. questions? Um, what would the two of you tell parents of young people with a chronic illness? What would you, what kind of advice would you give them? You want to go first, Jamie? Yeah. Um... Well, don't tell them they're a drama queen, number one. But that might just be some inner Who, who did that? My entire family me? besides my mom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my entire family besides my mom. Don't, don't tell them you're a drama queen. Um, I would definitely, if you think there's something wrong as a parent, get into your, like, you don't want to, you don't want to, like, just completely crowd your child but like look in the toilet after they go like you know don't 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 let them flush don't let them flush um don't just take their word for it uh and uh yeah definitely do self self self-care self-care is important because you don't because i mean mom you did a really great job but um i think so i think going back if could do it again i think you'd probably try a little more self-care yep yeah Um, and i know more about self-care now like it's more out that wasn't even a word that wasn't even a phrase like socially acceptable it's more like promoted it wasn't even that wasn't self-care wasn't even like a phrase when i was in the hospital Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for me if i was gonna add anything to what you said because you pretty much said everything but i no matter, like, because I think, too, sometimes, at least my perception with my parents is that sometimes they would get frustrated, not necessarily with me, but it would be, like, seeing, you know, oh, try this, or, like, just try and eat, and I just couldn't, and sometimes, I know they didn't mean to, but you kind of sometimes shift your anger or, like, displace it onto the kid of, like, come on, or, like, just be more positive, mm-hmm. or just, like, you just have to do this, and I would just say try your best to not take that out on your kid mm-hmm. I, I mean you're human like everybody's human but it's just i found that to be hard sometimes because i'd be in so much pain where it's like i'm not trying to you know reject these things but like i physically cannot eat a bite because i'm in so much yeah pain. or like um yeah like i remember my my dad would make me he would really want me to eat like really high fiber stuff like he would get mad at me when I wasn't when I wouldn't eat stuff like that because or like when I didn't want to eat stuff like that because he's like this is what's gonna fix it this is 
but it's like you don't you don't actually know what's going on so you can't really yeah. tell me what's gonna fix it but it's just the panic like yeah the, it's the of panic like trying of, to find a solution i just want to help i feel helpless mm-hmm. yeah 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 absolutely that's true but yeah i think that's a good like that's that's a good note like don't don't make your kid feel like they're a problem like in their yeah because we know i yeah <laughs> i was well like i yeah. did not want to like if i had a stomach ache or like i didn't want to tell mm-hmm. my parents because i'm just like mm-hmm. it's this again like now they're gonna be you know they're gonna be frustrated because yeah. i'm doing this or they're gonna blame me because yeah. it's like it's because of what i eat or like something like that like i'm just like i i didn't i had anxiety when i would have to tell my parents that i wasn't feeling good yeah i think too part of it was i wanted to lie to myself because there'd be sometimes where you'd think like oh i haven't went to the bathroom 12 times today must be doing better and then the next day is terrible and you're like uh but you you i don't so know you i feel like i masked a lot <laughs> yeah I'm like, yeah yeah i'm like if you yesterday. you know it's just the ones from yesterday <laughs> yeah but I found I just, I don't know, I downplayed it sometimes because I think I was trying to convince myself that if I just, you know, if I just kept saying it was going to be better, that it would. I just never thought that, like, I never thought that, like, I was scared of going to the hospital and stuff, but I never thought that was, like, anywhere in my, like, I didn't think that was going to happen to me, really. Yeah. Like, I thought they were going to give me a pill yeah. and then, like, I'd be all good and send me on my way. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be such an ordeal. Go to that. Yeah. Yeah, like a lifelong yeah, thing. Yeah, like, there was, I had no concept of, like, oh, this is going to be a thing that you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, one day mm-hmm. they'll figure out what pill I need and then I'll just take one of those and yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're better now, though. You're better than you would have been with just pills. Uh, yeah, I'm very much glad that I didn't just live on, like, steroids. I, I can't imagine yeah. doing that. That would be absolutely awful. Yeah. I hate being on Remicade. My veins are so shot. Mine are, like, too, I and I'm not, I don't know what, I don't know why. I, <laughs> it's because you get so scared they retract into themselves. <laughs> Yo, I mean, but, like, damn, even that time, even the last time when they had put me out before, I wasn't fighting anybody. Mm-hmm. They had to. They stabbed me fucking yeah. four times trying to get trying to get one. Yeah, yeah. Is that the doctor yeah. that you hit on now? I d- I've no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's I couldn't even blur. point the doctor out that I asked th- his number. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks oh. for coming on, Mom. We really appreciate. Thanks for first having guest. Me. First guest. I know. Yeah, it's exciting. I hope this all comes out. I Hopefully, hope this all. I hope all the audio saves. Yeah. 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 But... I'll send it to you shortly. Okay. Ashley. Well, <laughs> tune in next week for who knows. <laughs> we don't know. We'll get my mom on here at some point. But uh, I also have a guest that's not related to any of us that wants to come on and talk about their chronic illness. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, so we'll, uh, we'll tune in. We've got we do have some chronic updates. I, I had a I had I can give an update next time. I had a little minor yeah. surgery. Mother bear flew in, took care of me. So yep. swooped in. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> made me fall lots of food. I've still got food in my freezer from when she was here. Got there faster than when she, uh, Uncle John called her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just about. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. 
Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming right. on, thanks, Mother. Thanks, ladies. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.